welcome to another episode of Rolling Imperfection, the podcast for players and game masters to design perfect characters through imperfection. We cover all forms of game design, from interesting and engaging backstory creation to campaign and NPC development. Enjoy, remember to play what you love, and may your characters do something epic. I have no idea how to do a time dilation intro. So, welcome back to Rolling Imperfection, the podcast for real players and GMs for story-driven campaigns. I'm Steve. And I'm Kevin. Are you slowing down? What's going on? Am I moving fast or are you moving fast? What's going on? You're, you are definitely moving fast. And the Flash. <laughs> um, the way that movie's performing right now, I don't think you want to be the Flash, but... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, well, that, is a, that is an incredibly, uh, incredibly of-the-moment joke. I apologize, future listeners. <laughs> uh, we're keeping it in, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen the Flash, so I have no comments on its quality, but... Uh, and we get to say some, you know, superhero stuff because we talked about superheroes not long ago. So true, we did check out our superhero episode uh, that was week before last. Um, so yeah, today uh, we're talking about uh, the most terrifying thing in the known universe. Um, <laughs> okay, that may not space be true. Space dragons. Uh, no. Chalbivore space dragons. No, I made I made those fuckers. They they they're mine. I I created them. I know. I won't. I still want one the size of like a micro machine, so it's like cute and adorable. <laughs> I, you know, you know. Okay, so dear listeners, Chalbivores are these giant, uh, metal. They're dragon. They're basically dragon metal dragons that that eat metal, and uh, they come in all shapes and sizes. And they're in my space game. And I, I might, I might give you guys a, a tiny little Chalbivore friend. I, I feel like that wouldn't be too, uh, you know, game breaking or anything like that. They're useful though. Like even a small one will eat, eat a bunch of metal. So, oh yeah, can you imagine losing a, a tiny one somewhere in your spaceship? Oh, oh god, yeah. you're dead. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's bad time. <laughs> bad times. So there's, there's a reason they're frowned upon. So, uh, but yeah, alas, uh, today we are talking about one of my uh, I don't know I don't know if you could say biggest fear because I don't think it's actually gonna like technically happen. Well, hopefully it won't technically happen to me. Hang on, I'm I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm knocking on wood for that shit. I have, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're talking. Do you want to volunteer to go to Mars? <laughs> time dilation. You know what? I'd really love to go to Mars. I don't think I could handle coming back that whole thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I do feel like like once I got into space, I'd probably be fine living in space. I just don't know. I don't know. I've read enough books about like. The practicalities of space travel and it's really more impracticalities of space travel um that i'm like eh, i don't think i'm I, I don't think i'm the type i don't think i'm a space pioneer you know <laughs> yeah i know what you mean yeah so uh but yeah uh some of you may be wondering why are we talking about space travel well i guess i should define time dilation good luck <laughs> Oh, it's it's actually really simple. It's just when time moves differently from one place to another, uh, which is actually technically always true, but it's usually on such short order, like on our planet, that it doesn't matter. Like technically right now, Steve, time is moving differently for both of us, but it's not enough to like really affect anything. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, but also, it tends to be thought of that 
time moves slower as you approach the speed of light. So often uh, in films or books with realistic space travel, you get the go into space and time on Earth jumps way ahead and uh, the person is still the same age. Uh, this is true in uh, the, uh, I forget what the actual name, the the Hainish books by Ursula K. Le Guin. The, the, t- the going from one planet to another in that basically just means you're not going to, like everything you know and love will, will be gone. You, you can't go back. By the time you get back, it'll be similar but very different. So, yeah. I thought you were going to go into the whole, like, like wave explanation of like how it works oh, and stuff. Oh, fuck that. And, yeah. No, no. Go, go look up a <laughs> lecture by a say, physicist. <laughs> look up a lecture by a physicist if you want that. I, I did yeah. consider. I did consider it, uh, but no. Okay. Uh, so yeah, realistic space travel. There's a reason why you don't see it in science fiction. It's because it's insane. Like it's just genuinely rough to watch the audience isn't very good with it uh, because we're used to you know i go on a plane trip uh, i go visit uh, new york i come back steve is still here um unless he's gone on vacation but um you know we're both the same age right yeah not true with realistic time travel or time travel it's realistic space travel so that's more most often where you see time dilation however for those of you who think, oh, well, I run fantasy games. I don't need to worry about this. That is not necessarily true <laughs> because you get stuff like dream time, uh, which I think is something most people have experienced it. I don't often remember my dreams and I've experienced it where your dreams seem to take a lot longer or a lot shorter than the actual amount of time that you were asleep, right? Yep. So that is one way. Um, and, uh, it's, you know, it is kind of uncanny sometimes when you wake up and you're like, whoa, like, I don't know. We're not going to go into the fact that sleep is also terrifying if you think about it too much, but you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks. Cause I hadn't, now I'm wondering what I'm missing. Yeah, no worries. I'm terrifying. Thank you. No worries. Uh, <laughs> there is also, of course, uh, dimensional time, um, often, and this came up when I was researching for, uh, Viking game. Um, you have time moving differently in like the spirit realm. So in Celtic mythology, when you go to the spirit realm, time moves faster there. So a minute in the spirit realm is like a decade sometimes in, uh, you know, on earth. And I've adopted that somewhat for my Viking game. Um, so yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> like a reverse hyperbolic Steve. time chamber. My God. Yeah, it's, it's rough. It's rough out there. Uh, but that is not, uh, Celtic is not alone in having that happen. Quite frequently, you'll see, like, you know, the spirit realm, the land of the fairies, the, um, you know, the uh, the realm of the gods, uh, another dimension will have time moving in slightly different, uh, or at slightly different speeds. Uh, we talked about Spider-Verse very briefly with time travel. I think it's more of, time dilation often because i think it's just the spider universes are moving at different speeds and that's the most common form because time dilation is often linked to time travel because technically you time travel into the future by doing time dilation sort of <laughs> mm. so yeah it's you know i don't want to get into that whole 
Beth, as mentioned, with the just just go there. There's their podcasts, their YouTube videos, their books. Uh, there are movies you can you can you can if you really want to know the science, it's very interesting. And I have intaken it before, but not enough to regurgitate it. And we're not a physics podcast, so <laughs> maybe maybe I'll go and try to find something to link in the show notes. Um, in fact, I'll uh, I'll have something linked in the show notes for mathematical real world time dilation. Find something good. So, oh, oh, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. The reason why I think it's terrifying is I just think like we lose enough time. So the idea that, you know. I would simply by going from one place to another, like lose time with my, uh, you know, with my wife, with my cats, with my friends. Uh, that idea is something that I really like makes my skin crawl. So, uh, yeah, uh, check out the movie Interstellar, by the way, if you want uh, probably the best version of that. I do think there are issues with the film, but I think it has like a like a decent emotional core and it's probably the easiest way to observe like how time dilation would look to someone experiencing it because Matthew McConaughey the main character in that movie experiences it so mm. yeah uh, but anyway that's all well and good but I'm pretty sure we're here to talk about RPGs right maybe uh, hopefully <laughs> right Unless and, we're suddenly a science and math channel. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that I managed to time travel and uh, prevent us from meeting GMX. So we haven't that 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 branch of the universe hasn't taken. Although I think you're right in saying that that would have probably been a knitting podcast anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I mentioned dream time and I mentioned other dimensions. Those are very easy to implement in fantasy worlds because a lot of them have that already. <laughs> so um, I think and I was going to actually ask you about this. Um, is uh -huh. it, it, it have do you know of any isekais that have uh, like the time moves differently between the person, the place, the isekai character or characters is going, uh, are there from to are to? I can't. Are, but I can't name one off the top of my head. Um, I feel like wait, uh, hold on, I have to think about if that was time dilation though. It's not an isekai, but it is an yeah. anime. Um, because I mean, that's kind of my first one. My first suggestion if you're using it and you want to make it like a big thing in your plot, it's essentially just when players go to a different world, like you start off with either your players going to a different world or someone coming from a different world to your players, and that if the time moves differently between the two worlds, boom, you have a time dilation plot, and you can play with that just from the start of your game, you know? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, to kind of, like, clarify a bit, too, like, the whole, yeah. like, how time works for you is not just like, oh, well, I'm sitting in my chair, therefore I'm still, therefore, you know, <laughs> time is moving the fastest. But you're forgetting that you're in a chair that's on a planet that's moving, you know, like super, super fast around, you know, the sun and the sun is moving inside of, you know, a galaxy that's moving super, super fast outward. And so you're actually going yeah. a lot faster than you think you are. Uh, so being in like, like if you were to go into uh, like the world of like Magic the Gathering, 
uh, where you have all these different planes of existence, all the planets they go to are probably, you know, time is probably different for each of them because they're moving at a different yeah. speed in their own given universe. Um, Absolutely. Not, yeah. yeah. I, that is a great way to think about it. I usually like to think about it in terms of, I mean, even with uh, like, it's not, I mean, it is a small amount of time dilation, but it's the idea also of like one minute in one place is one hour in another place. Yeah. So um, you should, and maybe it could be part of the plot to figure out the conversion, but the GM should have in mind what that conversion is going to be, you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah the anime that I was thinking of, it's not an isekai, but um, I think they did time dilation now that I think about it, but it just didn't. Uh, didn't feel like it, and that was Gundam Double O, the the movie, because the main ah. character goes the speed of light to go defeat the aliens. They're super far away, because uh, they're apparently like not like physically there. They're like remote controlling things from mm. like light years away, and he like goes faster than the speed of light to get there, and and then comes back, and then everyone's old, and uh, the, ah. his romantic interest is dying and has had a family and a life already. So <laughs> that is classic classic time dilation <laughs> um, yeah but the rest of the movie wasn't great but i was just like oh okay i mean that sucks but <laughs> yeah i mean uh there's the the um the idea of how things have changed is definitely going to be a big one if you want to involve time dilation um i think frequently of um oh god i've been getting the right author shit i think i am uh joe haldeman's the forever war where um, a guy signs up as a soldier and essentially goes and fights in a war. And every time he goes back to Earth, the entire civilization has changed. He goes out and he comes back and he's basically the Earth he started fighting for is not the same one that he continues fighting for. Um, and it's kind of meant to be um, like a metaphor for post-traumatic stress disorder and how the soldier changes. Um, but the uh, but they view that as like the world having changed. Um, but it's literal. The world actually has changed because of the, the combat. So it, it's a good book. Mm. Recommend uh, Forever War. Uh, so that is something that the GM should have ready. And something the GM can definitely play with. Uh, in the Forever War, they definitely don't shy away from doing things that like uh, there's one time where they basically... The Earth has gotten super, super overpopulated. So for a while, they just breed everybody to be gay. And you're weird if you're straight. So, like, uh. they do that for a while. And it's like, I mean, it's it, like, logically makes sense. So um, it's definitely something that I would say don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to have your gay world if you want it. <laughs> uh, I guess that's what I'm saying. More power to you. Uh, uh, but, yeah. Um, how things have changed. What does that mean to the characters? Uh, did they lose loved ones? Are their loved ones changed? Did one of their loved ones like freeze themselves and is coming out? Like what's going on? What if the NPC, the NPCs, bleh, the NPCs been doing? <laughs> um, you know, you you want to you want to have those ideas set. Um, you also may want to think about you know. Is this reversible? Do you have like time travel to reverse it? Because it's basically going to take time travel to reverse anything that involves time dilation. I guess, yeah, no, even even magic, you're still technically time traveling. So, yeah. Yep. I was going to say, like, wouldn't the easiest way to be like, 
oh, I'm going to go through this portal that teleports us to, um, God, I'm sorry. I've, I've been, I've been looking at, uh, videos of people talking about the secret cow level in Diablo four. And that's all I can think about now, <laughs> <laughs> even though I don't even care about Diablo four, it's just, it pops up and I'm like, I used to like Diablo four once and the secret cow level is funny. Uh, but yeah, you're teleporting to secret cow levels and you know, that takes you a long distance in a very short period of time. So therefore you're technically going very fast. Yeah. Though, is it so. that you're moving fast for an extended period of time though? Yeah, it does. It is required that you are you, the character or characters experience going fast themselves. So like a portal type thing would be not necessary. I mean, it could be, you could be like, oh no, the function of the portal is that even though the player characters, NPCs, whatever, don't experience it. They actually do technically, you know, go really fast. And that's how the portal works. Um, but if it's just like a portal where it's like a literal rend in space, so there's no like time or speed involved. It's just point here to point here, kind of the dimensional folding thing. Um, that's where you take two points in space theoretically and like smush them together and then like create a hole it's a it's a theory thing anyway <laughs> but what about um uh, what about the oddity and possibly ter also terrifying of uh you go through a portal and that actually just makes you uh makes everything else around you move super fast to the point where like the universe like transitions to a different point in time mm -hmm. and you go to the other place you're trying to go to which is actually technically way 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 in the future and then to yep. go back you end up like waiting till the universe ends and then it restarts and then you go back to the not time that you were actually in because it's still technically time-wise in the future but like everything is like repeated and gotten back to that same point so everything's a little bit different when you go back home <laughs> uh would there then technically also be two of you unless the possibly you unless, the they also, well, unless they also unless they also left um <laughs> uh, i do think that could be interesting uh, the time loop universe is just another. I think that's scary, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just saying that's kind of scary. <laughs> I mean, you could also do like the whole. We talked about timeline and the quantum infinite dimensions thing. Like the character goes through and goes to a, another dimension where time is technically slower, but they have a similar like setup. Maybe just without them, uh, pull a uh, a Captain America at the. Uh, end of uh, Avengers Endgame slight spoilers Steve forget about that uh <laughs> I've already forgotten nice uh so yeah he's now gonna hear it uh when he re-listens re to this day yeah anyway. I, yeah I'm gonna spoil myself again <laughs> that's all right editing Steve also forget it. <laughs> yeah future Steve forget <laughs> yep um so yeah you do want to think about that and like we've man I feel like a lot of this is just gonna be us like well, you could do this. Well, you could do this like weird version of time dilation. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I feel like most often, especially with time dilation as a plot and as like a major thing is, it's going to be kind of just a deal with it thing. If you want to keep something, you better take it with you because otherwise time dilation is going to change or destroy anything that you care about. Right. The watch is rusted and you now can't use it to, uh, uh, handle your own time. It is died to time. Accurate. Mm. Time, the ultimate killer. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. No. Uh, so you can have this as just kind of a basic element of uh, a story. 
it does help your players if they have to um, deal with it because this is like I feel like everything I've talked about recently. Uh, this is something that uh, might cause some players to revolt. Players don't like losing stuff. And so, yeah. It would However, be like a good like turning point for like the plot where you have to do something to like travel uh, like a great speed for an extended period of time. And then, you know, like just once in your campaign. And then that's like a huge like turning point. Uh, yeah. In uh, everything. That like is... Losing family members and, you know, like uh, maybe even you were supposed to, you know, help your country uh, succeed in a war. And now uh, they've lost. You were not there for it at all to help. And too bad, missed it. It's gone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is using time dilation as an event, which is also possible and also recommended. Um, yeah, d not gonna do that. Definitely, definitely <laughs> not gonna do that. Um, I hate this podcast sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I get I get information I don't want to have. <laughs> True. My my fun thing is I run so many games. Steve's like, fuck, fuck. Which which one is it? Give me the Viking game. We already talked about uh, Celtic <laughs> Spirit Realm. <laughs> it's gonna be Viking game. We'll see. He's say he's not <laughs> saying no. <laughs> I'm not saying no. He's like, I never say no. I mean, you're not technically wrong, but really, it's gonna be all of my games. <laughs> it's true. Play what you he's hate. Like, <laughs> Time violation terrifies me. I'm just gonna make everyone else get exposed to it until they're also terrified. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you can absolutely use it as an event, um, either for all the characters to give like a status quo change, like Steve mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, definitely good for shaking up a game that seems a little, um, you know, a little uh, complacent, a little, <laughs> uh, little stodgy. So. Oh, that's actually really good when they when uh, characters think they've like solved everything. And uh... oh man, can you imagine if Big J had did that when um, I don't know what we named. That player, but uh, when the one when person w? got a W, or w? yeah, I guess <laughs> I don't think we have a basis w. for a lot of people, yeah. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> when uh, W got Alexia's uh, sword and yeah. kind of, like ended the game, like, could you imagine if, if Big J had decided to be like, okay, well, time dilation, and then now <laughs> it's irrelevant? I mean, he could have also time dilation to make it so that we see the consequences of that action faster. That's always a good way to do maybe not always good but it's a way things <laughs> happen um yeah. i see that frequently uh, especially in comics actually american comics uh and um some i feel like there's some movies but i nothing's coming to mind immediately yeah i can't think of anything either so but yeah uh instant consequences always fun uh you know your your heroes uh you know are forced to sleep or you know a portal opens up and they go through it and now they're in the future all possible um, I also sometimes like the, uh, the one character comes back different thing. You know, you have a character where maybe you end an episode and one character goes off and then you have a whole session with that character. That session technically goes over like years of time and then they come back and they're very different and the other characters have to deal with it. And some may like it and some may not, but that's how it is. <laughs> I think it's fair, you know, yeah, especially for like a big event. Um, so, yeah, uh, mind you, you can also do this kind of I, I have it noted as using it for effect to advance an NPC or a villain. Uh, one of my favorite instances of this comes when uh, in Final Fantasy 4, when Rydia, 
uh, who you meet as a little summoner girl, goes off into the realm of the summons, where time works differently, and comes back, and she's like 20. And you're like, oh, well. Uh, I wish it affected the plot a little more, but, you know. Oh, it, it doesn't really? Not especially. She's just kind of like, hey, I'm now an adult, and I am really good at summons, and everyone's like, cool. <laughs> and you're like, all right. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, it's entirely possible. Uh, go into that, uh, you mentioned that freaking hyperbaric time chamber from Dragon Ball Z. I think it's the hyperbolic, but that might just be like the English name too. I don't know. I don't know what the official name is because uh, they did a lot whatever, of weird translating. Yeah, whatever time chamber you want to go train yeah. and then they come back stronger. Uh, great, especially uh, transitioning joke villain to serious villain. Maybe a little oh, time Oh, mid-boss to main boss. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's cool. Um, also, you could potentially change a town, region, or planet, you know. Oh, well, that planet is going into the range of a black hole, and when it comes out, it's been a long time um the uh the book dragon's egg um deals with um scientists coming upon a planet where time is moving faster on the planet than for the ship in space so they like experience it uh they used it for an episode of star trek voyager that's actually a good episode of that show um I know Monster's like, hey, I like that show. I can hear him right now, but it's, it's a it's a mid show. I know Steve doesn't like any Star Trek, but I like Star yeah. Trek. And can we be real, real? A lot of a lot of Voyagers very not great. So, but that episode's good if you look it up. Um, just put in Star Trek Voyager Dragon's Egg episode. I completely forgot that I was going to talk about it. So, I think we've talked apologies. about it once or twice on the podcast already as well. We might have. Uh, it's a good, it's a, it's a, you know, it's like a 40, 45, 50 minutes episode real quick. Not making you read the whole novel though. I've heard the novel is good. <laughs> so yeah. Um, using it for effect, always fun. Uh, and then there's the more, uh, tough, I'd say thing, you know, uh, using it as a weapon, either a spell or a piece of tech that can artificially age someone or artificially de-age someone. Um, you know. Is it temporary? Is it reversible? How does it affect the characters? I would say don't have it widespread unless you're planning on having it, you know, having a would mechanic it, for that. Would it de-age them or would it just make them like almost seem immortal that they would not age? Uh, could work either way. Oh, could work either way. Okay. Because I thought time dilation doesn't, won't really like reverse time. It'll just make time like go by faster or therefore like go forwards or age more. Or Yes. Age slower. Technically, you but... can do the twist of it of like the whole Merlin aging backwards thing is sort of time dilation for him specifically. <laughs> so, oh, huh, yeah, uh, it shit gets weird when you start talking about stuff that's just magic. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, science it's magic stuff. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there's also, of course, the idea that possibly, um, like we mentioned when we. Blah, blah, blah. Like we mentioned when we mentioned James's watch um, in the time travel episode, perhaps the price of using something is that time goes a little faster for you or time goes a little slower for you compared to others. Uh, this also comes up with essentially elves outliving humans when they fall in love. Uh, that, you know, it's kind of a big thing. Technically, it's also a form of time dilation because the 
quote-unquote time is moving slower for the elf than for the human. It's just a little bit of a different way of thinking about it. So That anime that I was talking about is coming out this uh, fall, by the way. Oh. Uh, where, the, where it's uh, about like the heroes that defeated the demon king and uh, uh, the elf goes and like travels and does her own thing and then comes back and realizes everyone's like aging and, and dying of old age mm. at this point and has to like cope with it and like see the world that she's still young. She's an elf. So <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's rough. Yeah. Um, I would argue time dilation is a very, I think of it as a horror premise personally, but um, I do, I do think it's, it's designed for dramatic storytelling. There can be funny moments as is inherent with all time travel, right? You go to the future, everybody's gay. The character's not gay. Hijinks ensue. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, there will be a deep sadness because, you know, without significant involvement or a very wacky world, it involves loss, which is the reason time dilation's really, really intense. So, yeah, I think it's a great dramatic tool. I think it's something not to be used lightly. I think it's terrifying. <laughs> but as with anything terrifying damn does it make some it can make some good stories so uh for anime references i also like i don't think it comes with the same like consequences really it's a little bit different but yeah. um i forget if it was sword art online that i'm thinking of or if it was a different anime where essentially you're in a video game and you're wearing headgear time's traveling different for you um it could also be that i'm thinking of the book that i actually tried reading uh well i read it um all the way through called world tree uh which has something similar to that uh but essentially like time travels like slower like you you spend more time in the vr world than you do in the real world so like putting on your headset for an evening is like a week oh uh, yeah of... yeah that happens in cyberpunk a lot too i i guess yeah. i forgot to mention that um that's a cyberpunk trope like with the dream thing it's essentially the same idea where you go in yeah. and you use a bunch of time but the actual time passing for your body isn't much um so yeah uh the complications to that by the way are that your brain may potentially age faster and that could cause consequences so i was gonna say that was part yeah. of the like actually one of the interesting things why i kept reading uh world tree was because uh oh i'm actually talking about a book on this podcast what i know fuck? uh <laughs> what is happening the world is ending um Everyone look outside your window. Is the sky falling? <laughs> is the time dilating? <laughs> yeah. So I think in that book, like time was like super slow due to a glitch. And so they're mm. stuck in, um, in the VR world for like, I think it's like a day, but it's like three years for them. Mm. Uh, or no, it was like, it was more than that. I think they were thinking it was going to be three years, but it ended up being like 300 or something like, like nice. they aged a lot mentally and they're completely different people and uh see i like that though i i think that's cool that's a cool idea yeah yeah it, it was actually like really interesting i kind of like the way it, it ended it was a weird book and it was kind of hard to like follow at times but it was it was very interesting in a certain way uh i never got around to reading the other books but i'm not sure if i will but yeah <laughs> so worries. time dilation if you want a book <laughs> that's yeah. more anime like because it's very anime <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you that right now. Lit uh, RPG. It's basically it's... Sword Art Online, the book. <laughs> yeah, lit RPG. It's a whole thing. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, 
I, I, that's, that's time dilation. You got anything else? Uh, use it in your games. Use true. <laughs> true. Threaten not your players you, with Kevin, it. but the listener what? is oh. allowed. You're not allowed. <laughs> uh, uh, Steve, I have, I have bad news. Uh, you couldn't hear it, but, uh, it's too late. You have to write that out now. No, I don't. We've yeah, never, do. that has never been the deal. <laughs> you didn't say the magic words. It's canon. <laughs> but you didn't say the magic words or no i'm saying I'm, I'm saying it now it's canon i couldn't hear you did you clap <laughs> i did you bastard you can't do that that's cheating <laughs> so listener uh if you're curious uh when uh when someone says something and i like it and i want to use it in a game or just to make it so in a game i clap and say it's canon i think we might have mentioned it it's been 150 something episodes. i would say probably in like the first 10 episodes we mentioned it yeah then probably never again it's been a uh, while so uh feel free to use that in your games but it's our way of saying like officially officially we're not joking around anymore this happened yeah and i do stick yeah. to it by the way i don't i don't joke around with the clapping and it's canon yeah, which is you. why i'm upset yeah it's true <laughs> he doesn't know which game it's canon for but it is it's all of them come on <laughs> it's all of them all right well, uh, until next time, be sure to play what you love. Uh, and until next time, may your characters do something epic, even if it takes them 300 years. I've slept too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Never. No, we do not apologize for, for Army of Darkness or Evil Dead oh, references okay. on this podcast, sir. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you have any comments, questions, interjections, queries, notes, formal challenges, or suppositions, please email us at roimperfection at gmail.com. That's R-O-I-M-P-E-R-F-E-C-T-I-O-N at symbol G-M-A-I-L dot com. Or follow us on Twitter at roimperfection or Instagram search roimperfection. You can also visit our website at roimperfection.com. If you enjoyed our work, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week, everybody.